Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. I am your host, coach and life alchemist, Sharin Eskandani, and I have worked with thousands of people showing them how to create their dream lives while also living their dream lives. This podcast is where mindset, mindfulness, and manifestation meet. Together, we're going to release limiting beliefs, put your dreams into motion, all while prioritizing your ease, rest, and joy. Let's do this, love. Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching. Or if you want to go even deeper into this week's episode and get my free weekly journal prompts, sign up for my email list and you'll be able to explore the topics we're talking about in this episode even further. You can do that in the show notes or by heading to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. And if you're interested in working with me, whether that's one-on-one in one of my group programs or one of my transformational courses, you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com slash offerings to find out more. And of course, you can also head to the show notes and all of this information will be waiting for you there. All right, love, welcome to this week's episode. So we're starting today's episode a little differently because some thanks are in order and some big celebrations, okay? So first, I want to thank all of you in the wholehearted community for all of your love and congratulations on my wedding. I received so many sweet and kind emails and DMs from this community congratulating me on my wedding. A couple episodes ago, I talked about my wedding day. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you have been part of the saga, the saga of my wedding. So I just want to thank you all. This is truly the best community. And I just felt so loved. So thank you. Second, and this is a really big one. Y'all, the podcast is celebrating 100,000 downloads. Like what mind actually blown. I I just cannot believe we are at that number. So I just want to thank each and every one of you for listening to the podcast, for sending it to your friends and telling them, hey, you should listen to this. I want to thank you for subscribing, for writing beautiful comments, for rating the podcast. I really love this podcast so much. I love how I get to connect with all of you in this really intimate way. And this has truly been a labor of love. If any of you are out there thinking of doing something really big and not knowing how to do it, I just want to remind you that this podcast, when I started it, was just me doing the next best thing. I, of course, dreamed of one day having 100,000 downloads, but I think if I thought of that, it would have been just too staggering for me to even try, you know? So I really knew with the podcast that it just had to be one episode by episode by episode and just seeing what happened. So when I say 100,000 downloads, like I am in absolute awe and amazement. And just know if you're like, holy crap, that's amazing. I could never do that. Let me tell you, you can. It just happens step by step. 
So in order to thank all of you, I just wanted to read some of the amazing reviews that people have left for the podcast as a big thank you. So Lady Lava wrote, and I love that name, Lady Lava, life-changing. I can't even begin to tell you how much I love this podcast. Changing my morning routine to listen to this as opposed to just true crime every morning, <laughs> let me tell you, true crime is amazing, has really helped me to shift my mindset. Sharin is amazing. Her energy can be, can be felt through. Thank you so, so much, Lady Lava, for those beautiful words. Sarah Bear 628 wrote, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and this is my number one go-to. These are messages my mind, spirit, and body need to hear. I've listened to several episodes twice, and I rarely repeat movies. Oh my gosh, Sarah Bear 628, that is so incredibly kind, and that means so much to me. That is like, that is high praise. I am not someone who watches movies twice or listens to podcasts twice. So listen, thank you, thank you, thank you. And finally, Jessica Jade Co. wrote, one of my favorite podcasts. And boy, do I listen to many. Sharin's energy is soothing but real. She's the big sis you go to when you don't want to be lied to, but who you know will hold you if and when you need a good cry. Grateful for the space on the internet and for Sharin. Jessica, girl, listen, I am a little sister. So that is high praise to say big sister energy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So again, thank you all for the love and the support, and please keep supporting the podcast. The best way to do that is by writing reviews, rating the podcast, and subscribing to the podcast, because let's go to 200K and beyond, okay? All right, now that we've celebrated, now that I have expressed my gratitude and thanks, which honestly, I really could never put into words, but I tried. Let's get into this week's theme, this week's topic. Y'all, this is a good one. Like, this is a podcast episode that I think is going to be a game changer for you all. Today, we're going to be talking about the two words that hold us back from our joy, the two words that hold us back from feeling fulfilled, the two words that hold us back from feeling at peace, happy, successful in our lives. Yeah, I know. What are these two words, Sharin? How could two words hold so much power? We're going to get into it. And we're also going to look at how we can navigate those moments when these two words have so much power over us. This is an episode that maybe like Sarah Bear, you will want to listen to twice. I promise you, what I'm going to be talking about today is stuff that I do in my daily life, and it is the stuff that I do with my clients and in my group coaching programs. So this episode, love, is one to really check out. All right, let's get into this week's Mindset Monday. It reads, So often, we're waiting on a mythical land called there, believing that once we get there, everything is going to be perfect and amazing. But we've all gotten there. We got that job. We got that relationship. We fit into those genes. And we realize that there is no different than here. There is no there, love. Stop waiting on one more accomplishment. Stop waiting on one more goal. Stop waiting, love. So before I share with you 
the two words that keep you from your joy, your peace, your fulfillment, your satisfaction, I want to first share with you three numbers. And those three numbers are 50, 40, 10. Now, these numbers are percentage points, so 50%, 40%, and 10%. And they're significant because they are what scientists say dictate how positive or happy or joyful we are. So let's start with 50%. 50% of our positivity, our joy, our sense of satisfaction in life is based on our genetic set point, meaning that some of us are just genetically predisposed to feeling more peppy and happy and positive than other people. And, you know, we all know that person. Perhaps we are that person. I know I am. That person who can just be positive regardless of what is going on around them. If you are not that person, love, do not despair, okay? We have 50% left over. And this is where things get really, really interesting. So one of these percentage points, 40% or 10%, is external factors, meaning what is going on in your life? How old are you? How much money do you have? What are your relationships like? What is the weather outside, right? So anything that is outside of you. The other percentage point is internal factors. So this is the work that we do internally to be more satisfied, fulfilled, happy, or positive in our lives, right? So that's things like therapy, coaching, mindset, mindfulness, right? All of the things that help shape our internal landscape. So now I want you to take a guess. Of these two factors, right, internal, external, which one of them do you think is the 40%? Is it external factors that make up 40% of our joy, positivity, happiness? Or is it internal factors that make up our joy, positivity, and happiness? I'll take a moment. I want you to be honest, right? Which one is the 40% love, external or internal? So whenever I do this at a workshop or in my group coaching programs, I get kind of a mix of answers. A lot of people will say, oh, well, the 40% is definitely internal factors. And you know what? They're right. They're absolutely right. So scientists say that 40% of our positivity, happiness, our joy is based on what is going on internally, right? Do we have those internal tools to help us navigate what's going on internally for us, right? So if you said 40% is internal factors, you're totally right. But when I do this in workshops, I also have a bunch of people who are super honest and they say, you know what? I think the 40% is the external factors. That 40% of our happiness and joy is based on how much money we have, how old we are, what we look like, where we live, what is going on in the world. And even though this answer is wrong, according to scientists, we live our day-to-day lives believing that it is the external factors that are making us so unhappy and so unsatisfied, right? We are waiting for those external factors to change, to be solved, to be gotten rid of, thinking that once those things are fixed or solved or gone, we will feel the way that we want to feel. Now, I want you to be honest, love. Does that resonate with you? that you are waiting on that thing to change or those things to change, thinking that once they do, you'll be happy, 
You'll be fulfilled. You'll feel successful. You'll feel worthy. Listen, I fall into this myself. Like, this is my life's work. I am reminded each and every day that, hey, Sharin, it's not the external factors that are going to make you happy. But damned if I don't hold on to those external factors in my day to day. Right? We live what I call conditional lives. We are waiting on the conditions to change, thinking that once they do, we will finally feel the way that we want to feel. And we have the equation all wrong. Science proves this to us. And so often we see the proof of this in our daily lives. We're going to talk more about that later. But what we usually do is we get caught up in what I call the if-only mindset. Yep, those are the two words that I was talking about at the top of this episode. If-only. The if-only mindset sounds a little bit like this. If only I had a few more dollars in my bank account, I wouldn't feel so stressed. If only I had a partner, then I wouldn't feel so insecure. If only I could fit into those jeans, I would feel beautiful. If only I'd gotten a few more things done last week, I wouldn't be such a stress case this week. If only, if only, if only. Now, as I'm saying these if onlys, are any if onlys coming up for you? Maybe there's some that I just named. Maybe before you listen to this podcast, you were deep in your own if only spiral. The if only mindset tricks us into believing that we are one if only away from feeling the way we want to feel. And that once that if only is gone, when we solve it, when it's out of our lives, we will finally be able to feel that feeling. The if-only mindset makes us fixate on everything that is going wrong that we don't have and makes us believe that those are the things that are barriers between our worth, our success, our fulfillment, our joy, our peace. The if-only mindset makes us believe in this mythical land called there. And that once we get there, everything is going to be perfect and wonderful. But love, we all know this is a lie. Because all of us have gotten there, right? You got that job. You got that promotion. You got that partner. You got that home. You fit into those genes. And you realize then that there is not so different from here. Because the truth is, That the only thing waiting for you on the other side of your if-onlys is another set of if-onlys. You think if we finish a couple more to-dos, we'll feel more productive. Well, guess what? There are just more to-dos on the other side. We think that we are just a couple grand away from feeling relief. (laughs) But then you get that couple grand and you're like, oh, you know what? If only I had just a little bit more. You think If only I had more clients in my business, I would feel more successful. I'd feel better. But you get those clients and now you're completely overwhelmed and you need an assistant, right? So if we allow ourselves to get caught up in the if-only mindset, we're just going to be chasing if-onlys forever and ever. We're going to get caught up in this endless pursuit of goals and achievements, and we're never going to feel the way we want to feel. Because it's not the if-onlys that create that sense of happiness or joy or peace. 
It's what we're believing internally. So as I'm talking about this, I want you to take stock, and I really want you to think of what are some of the if-onlys that are in your life. I really want you to do this because we're going to do an exercise. So what are some of the if-onlys in your life? And they don't have to be big if-onlys. They could just be, you know, if only it wasn't so cold outside. To if only I knew what I wanted to do with my life. So really thinking, what are some of the if-onlys that I'm holding on to? And as you think of these things, just becoming aware of how it feels to name your if-onlys. For some people, I find it feels really liberating and free. And for others, they don't like it. It doesn't feel so good for them to really becoming aware of what they keep holding on to, right? What are these barriers they keep putting between themselves and how they want to feel? And as you think of your if-only, see if there are any themes that are coming up. Oftentimes when I do this in workshops, people will say to me, oh my gosh, half the things I wrote, I can't even control. Or it seems like everything I'm writing about has to do with time or money. So just looking at what are some of those themes. So the first thing I want you to do with this list of if-onlys is to look at it and see if you can lean into the truth, even if it's just a little bit, that these if-onlys, they don't get to dictate how you feel based on if they're solved or not. Releasing the idea that these if-onlys are the barrier between you and how you want to feel. Sinking into the truth that even once you fix this thing, on the other side is going to be a hundred other things. So sinking into that truth if you can. And now we're going to do a practice that is one of my favorite. And I call this practice a mindful action practice. And mindful action is based in mindfulness, but it has action alongside it, which we as humans love. Like we like to think we have a sense of control over things. So this practice love, I'm telling you, this is the game changer practice. So I want you to take one of your if-onlys. Just pick one you want to investigate. And once you have it, just kind of put it to the side. And I'm going to tell you about this practice. Here is something we have to understand about our if-onlys. Our if-onlys actually point to a greater need or value. What do I mean when I say that? I have said this before on the podcast, but whenever we create a goal, what we're actually doing is chasing a feeling. Our goals, our if-onlys, are just flimsy placeholders for how we want to feel. They are our mind's way of trying to figure out how we can feel the way that we want to feel. But the most important thing, love, is the feeling. That is what you want. That is what you really desire. And your mind is like, okay, well, you know, Sharin wants to feel adventurous and free. So um, um, I guess if only we had more money, which of course, you know, I want you to have everything you want to have in your life. But I want you to also realize that what we actually deeply desire is the feeling. The feelings are the most important part. So what I want you to do with your if only that you put aside is to look at it and see if you can identify what is the greater need or value here. What is the feeling that this is a placeholder for? So for example, for many of us, if only I had more money is about security or freedom or adventure. 
If only, you know, my body looked a certain way. Sometimes that's about feeling worthy and accepted and loved. If only I got that promotion or I got that client, maybe that's about feeling successful and good at what you do. So love, I want you to figure out what is the greater need or value? What am I really desiring here? What am I really actually hungry for? And once you have that feeling, whether it's freedom or joy or peace or success or fulfillment, I want you to ask yourself now, okay, this is the action part. What is one thing that I can do today that will allow me to feel this way? So without that if only being solved or gone, but what can I do despite that if only still being here? What can I do that will allow me to feel free? What can I do that will allow me to feel joy? What can I do that will allow me to feel worthy? Some of the things you come up with may be really big, but oftentimes I find with this practice, the most powerful answers are very small. So they may be something like, I'm actually going to go for a walk at lunch. I'm going to go take a nap. I'm going to call my best friend and we're going to go to that restaurant that we've been wanting to go to. And it may take you some time to figure out what is the action I can do today. Because sometimes our mind is like, no, 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 no. This action is not enough. We have to solve the if only. But love, that action is everything you need. What you're really desiring right now is to feel a certain feeling. So, pardon my French, F the if only. F it. (laughs) Love. This phrase, if only, is so natural to being human. We all fall into it. We fall into it every day. I fall into it every day. But what we have to do, what we have to try to do, is catch ourselves in those moments and say, oh, okay, I see what's happening. My mind understands that I want to feel a certain way, and it thinks that I need to create this goal in order to do that. Okay, cool, cool, mind. Okay, thank you for trying to help, but I'm going to see what the feeling is. Okay. I got the feeling. Okay, what can I do right now or today that will allow me to feel this feeling? I don't have to wait. I don't have to delay. I don't have to wait to get there. I can experience it right here. And this is how we fall out of that cycle of endless doing that leaves us exhausted. This doesn't mean that we stop creating goals or dreams or visions for ourselves. No, but it means that we become more resilient. It means that we thrive Because we give ourselves the most important thing, the feeling, the feelings that we want to feel. We don't have to delay until their love. We can feel it right here. As I was thinking of this podcast, the word content kept coming up in my mind. It was a comment, actually, someone said in the Alchemy Collective recently, and they said, you know, I just feel so content with my life. And then I saw her kind of make a face and say, well, but I mean content in a positive way. And I had this big realization that was like, actually, this word content, that is what I want. I want to feel content in my life, that I'm not pushing against anything, that I am so wildly satisfied with everything that is happening in my life, the good, the bad, the neutral, content. And I think that this practice of really becoming aware of our if-onlys And allowing ourselves to feel the feelings is what creates that sense of feeling so content. I don't know if it's just me getting older or what, but I'm like, yeah, I want a life that 
I can feel so content in. So love, as we near the end of the podcast, I want you to think of one thing that is really resonating with you from this episode. And as we say goodbye, we're going to do our little cool down where we breathe in and breathe out. And I want you to think of that one thing at the top of the breath as we hold the breath, okay? So breathing in, holding and thinking of that thing, and breathing out. Until next week, love, I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser, or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.